You're listening to Cast, Season 5, Episode 16, Dark Side of the Moon. Sam and Dean are murdered by a couple of hunters for starting the apocalypse. Castale helps them navigate through heaven, hoping to evade Zachariah and find answers from God. Is Paul Mackey in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota, with my lovely wife Darcy. Well, hello. And we are also joined down in New Orleans by our other newbie, Yvette. Hey, y'all. And experts, Annie. Hello. And John Pavlich. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Hey, don't worry. The rich are working on that. The rich are going to make us all feel yeah, better. Yeah, we're all going to be poor together. We're not getting political, Great. but hey, that's the way it is. <laughs> hey, if we even survive, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a nuclear attack soon, so. Oh, that's right. See, I saw... Uh, the, no more worries about money. No, no, no worries <laughs> right? then. No worries then. It's a totally barter system for, like, skin or something. You know, it'll be awesome. Well, One worry. step closer to the road warrior. Awesome. <laughs> Just walk away from the gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> well, let's have a picture of what's going to happen and what's waiting for us in heaven, right? <laughs> Good segue. Woo. Yes, nice. 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 <laughs> you, you get your Prescient. own heaven. You know, where we live now, we're... Uh, we are a... We are a uh, uh, very, very strategic inland port yeah. that is sure to go. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. Insulated inland make, port? Come on. They might not think that, though. They do think that. We make military gear, helicopters and stuff in Fort Worth, so I'm sure we're Oh, you toast. guys are toast for sure. <laughs> See, oh, yeah. And I grew up in, um, in Colorado where, like... That's like where all of the guts are. Yeah, the guts are in Colorado. Yeah, just now everybody knows that. Yeah. Because I said so. Oh, yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, loose what's... lips sink mountains or something. Something I don't know. like that. <laughs> sure. We are apparently the sixth largest port in the U.S. Oh, yeah. I'm reading guys, up on it right now. You guys are toast, too. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, also, if anything happens, like. Um, a river from us, it will also totally ruin us because we get all of our drinking water from the Mississippi River. So oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, like if Chicago or St. Louis gets uh, annihilated, we'll also be effed. So, you know, fun times. Yeah. I'm gonna start looking at real estate in Fargo. Oh no, Fargo. Fargo's near the Fargo's yeah, near the missile fields. Yeah, that's missile fields. Oh, there. yeah. The the main the no <laughs> one is safe. The, the, main, <laughs> the main Minuteman missile fields are in the Dakotas, and the Dakotas would get like stripe bombed. They they'd bomb and then rebomb those areas. Yeah, they would. And then just, the fallout would go east. Yeah, which is the other reason we're toast. Which is the other reason we're toast. Although we do have this handy little hill that might protect us some. 
Sure. <laughs> Our handy little hill would be just fine. Yeah. And the, remember the major inland port. Major inland. Well, you know, we do have a really awesome stone basement. We could well, it also in. depends. I mean, if the nuclear exchange was like superpower nuclear exchange between the Soviets and or Soviets, the Russians and us, then we'd be toast. But if we were, if it was a smaller nuclear power that was just shooting some major targets, like it was South Korea bombing two two targets, yeah. something like that, yeah, I'd be okay. And then you know, probably South Korea doesn't have the range to quite get to, you know, the Midwest. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pop they're gonna they're pop gonna, Los Angeles, yeah, they're and or San Francisco. Portland or... Sorry, Allie, you're toast. <laughs> we love you, <laughs> but yeah. But they'll hit San Francisco before they hit Duluth. I don't know. Hmm. It's okay. Like, we're all screwed. It's I don't know fine. who we're getting. I don't know who we're getting in a shooting war with, but you get enough radiation in the air. It doesn't matter. That's right. Then we all, you know, grow horror. Everybody loses. Our skin melts off. Yay! 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 Just stay inside for twenty years. You're fine. Well, you know, Fox is going to invent synthetic skin. That's news to me. Well, I, that's a great invention. How do you, how do you invent is. synthetic skin after the after the bombs go, though? Well, he's going to have to be pretty creative. I think he can do it. <laughs> Start on it now. Okay, this is all really We're cheery. Go gather some moss. <laughs> We're talking about <laughs> the apocalypse. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about Sam and, and Dean getting shot to death. Yeah. Well, let's talk about heaven. Not what I expected. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. What was that sound that set her off? I heard a bunch of thumping outside. Yeah. I think it's a plow. Could be the plows, could be the wind. Don't, I know, you're scared, aren't you? It's mm. okay. Well, we're all yet. over the place tonight, aren't we? And it's all cheery. Oh, that does sound like bombs. Did you yeah. hear it? No. What are you hearing? Big boom. Must know. have been that bean I had for dinner. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> bean. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> do what? Quote the Simpsons? <laughs> That's correct. Poor Missy. She's scared. You're scared. Don't have a cow, man. We watched the episode where Bart had a cow last night. Yeah, we watched the episode where he did have a cow. It was awesome. Oh. Poor Missy. We're all over the place tonight, aren't we? (laughs) Dog dog breath. All right, how does this episode start? I don't remember, so I'm going to have to tell you. Our friends at Supernatural Wiki will tell us. Good thing. After noticing his gun is missing from under his pillow, Dean wakes to find two men pointing guns at him and Sam. Even though they're masks, mm-hmm. he recognizes them as hunters Walt and Roy, the Disney brothers. Because <laughs> that was the Disney brothers' names, Walt and Roy. Yes. I didn't realize Walt had a brother. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, he re- God, I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! Or is it his son? Was Roy Disney his son or brother? I, I believe it's his son. Oh, okay, sorry. Looking it up. Because if it was his Google brother, he'd be a lot older. Mm. Looking it up. All right, we'll look at it. We'll, uh, okay. I'm looking. Okay. I'm looking. I got it. I'm on it. Walt says oh. they're there to kill Sam for starting the apocalypse. And as Sam protests, Walt shoots and kills him. Hmm. He tells Roy to Damn. shoot Dean, and when he hesitates, Walt kills Dean too. And they're dead. Still looking it up. Sorry. Okay. They're dead. The over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. Oh, wait. No, something happened. Oh, what happened next? Dean finds himself sitting in the Impala. 
in the Impala. When he leaves the Impala, a 13-year-old version of Sam appears with a box of fireworks. Sounds like fun. They go to a nearby field and set them off. It appears that Roy is Walt's um, brother. Okay. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Probably that, is so we- that is so weird. <laughs> Although maybe Walt also had a son named Roy. I'm looking. Oh. Was- no, he did not. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, okay. then Roy Disney takes care of himself. <laughs> wait, is he dead? Oh, now? wait, no, no, no. There is then a child of Roy Disney who's also Roy Disney, who's the Roy Disney you're thinking oh. of. Okay. I'm all right. Re- all right. All right. So it's his nephew. No. All right. And then I'll, I don't feel like a complete <laughs> idiot then. Sorry, I had to pull up the Disney family tree to get that information. Yeah, because I knew I was, like, I was like, okay, I was like, there's no way the Roy Disney I'm talking about is is brother to Walt Disney because he's yeah no like, Roy just had a son named Roy so that's yeah how it got okay confusing. all right then <laughs> that is confusing it is Mm-mm. so can I just say that the uh, fireworks scene is one of my very very favorite scenes in the entire show I don't know what it is about it I just it's so sweet I just love that scene I think it's the song so much uh, yeah it's that it really it's works the song, helps the scene a lot. Colin Ford. It's a yeah. It's little a, Sam. It's a it's a you know, it's definitely a happy memory, right? And you can tell. Yep. And the, you know they're not hunting; they're just shooting fireworks. Being kids for a minute. Yeah. Although I heard something about the Roman candle that's kind of uh, sinister to me. What? The <laughs> Apparently, the Roman candle is called a Roman candle because it's about because uh, it's from uh, it's named for, for by named by the British. Who were persecuting Roman Catholics on you know Bonfire Night is about persecuting the Roman Catholics. <gasps> oh, that's horrible. Hmm. Yep, that's hmm. apparently what. Maybe you're a firework. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> now we're all being tortured. No. <laughs> Why? Oh, that was pretty. No, no, it's no, no. it's true. Katy Perry tortures us all. Dean remembers this is the 4th of July, but suddenly memories of the shooting flash into Dean's mind and he finds himself alone again. Castiel starts speaking to Dean through the car radio, confirming that, yes, you're dead and in heaven. But then he decides to figure out what uh, what Dean's metaphor for, for how to get places is, and it happens to be a road. So he says that makes sense. I mean, he's all about that car. Yeah. And it's all this this whole show is a road show, right? Yeah, we're taking a road trip this whole time. The metaphor of the road continues. Uh, If he follows the road, he will find Sam. And it turns out that Dean and Sam are living through happy past memories. So Dean follows the road and finds Sam having Thanksgiving dinner with one of his teen crush's family. Such a weird, like, good memory. That is weird. Yeah, it was weird with, yeah. with adult Sam getting grab, grabbed by a 13-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, super uncomfortable. Creepy. That was uncomfortable in ways that it wasn't, you know, more than just uncomfortable, right? Yeah. I don't really remember pawing yeah. people at 13, did I? I don't know. Did you? No. I didn't. You know me. That's right. You were not a pawing type of person. No. I mean, I guess... I wasn't allowed to date until I was, like, 16, so I certainly wasn't pawing at anyone. Yeah, no. My mom was pretty religious. I mean, they never said you can't date anybody, but I don't know that I was pawing anybody at 13. 
I don't think I would have had like the nerve to do that at 13. Ah, see, there's the you thing, know, right? That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also pretty sure at 13, I didn't want to pot anyone really. At 13, I think I wasn't interested. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it's a weird memory, though. Like, least, it's not... Yeah, I mean, at least it was I don't know. Time. I can't imagine going back to some randos, like, Thanksgiving dinner. But I guess their childhood was so tumultuous that or even maybe like, it seemed like stability. Any of the high school people... I, like, had to go to boyfriend's houses for dinner and stuff. and it, I, There I was no recall. grabbing going on at that point? Oh, heck, <laughs> no. Not hey, at the table, right in front especially. of the parents and at the table? At Thanksgiving? At a, at never, a family gathering? Never. No? Okay. No. And, and, I didn't know, have to meet anybody's parents until I was, like, well into, like, in adulthood. I think I was probably, like, mid-late 20s before I had to meet anyone's parents. And then I but, think, you know, I had, a, you know, I had, in high school, I had a couple study boyfriends that would come over and they'd just have dinner with us sometimes. Hmm. But it wasn't, like, a big formal affair or anything. Right, it was right. Just, you know, we're having spaghetti. You want some? All right. Sure. You like spaghetti? Yeah, I like spaghetti. Okay, good. Let's have some spaghetti. Let's talk about let's talk about the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, at least we didn't have to see like adult Sam mutually having footsie with the with a thirteen year old or something like that. Yeah, that'd be weird. It, yeah, they didn't cross any lines. They were just like, can't have Sam grab back, can't have Sam play footsie. Yeah. Well, Nothing. he looked, you know, surprised the way he ought to be. Like, oh, jeez. Well, sure, and I bet, I, I would assume that in this situation he was surprised even at 13, because we know Sam. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little confused about heaven. Okay. So we have them, like, reliving good memories, but yeah. we, we have this, like, okay, so Dean realizes that something's, like, up, right? So he's, like you know, going down the road, trying to figure out what's going on. Have we already gotten to the point where Castiel, like, talks yeah. to them? Yeah. Yeah, because Castiel talked to him, like, right after the uh, the fireworks. Right in the- okay, I couldn't remember if he talked to him, like, him and Sam together, or if it was just him. Yeah, okay, it's like all right. just him. So far. Yeah. Okay, so that's why he, like, leaves that memory, right, to go To go for- find Sam, because yeah. Castiel tells him, like, you have to find him. And he just keeps going down the road. He gets to the house, and that's and he he walks in on Sam having this memory, and then he so, fills Sam in on what's going on. So, is the way that like this works that you like you live like a series of memories, or do you just have like sort of this one that you're trapped in forever? Oh gosh, it's worse than ground. <laughs> no, I have day. a feeling. It's just, I have a feeling you just kind of like stream of consciousness flow from one to another and back again. Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, so then, like, mullet guy later, I thought, so I had gotten confused because I thought that you just sort of got trapped in one scenario. Well, he talks about. That sounds like hell. Like, that sounds horrible. He talks about, like, being able to actually party with, like, other people in their heaven. Yeah. What, what he so, has, what he but has only because he's Ash. Yeah, I know. Ash right. had, and he had to, he had to hack those those heavens. What the, the yeah. boys? Right. The boys, even though even though they're each having their own private memories, they're also together without having to go through all of this hacking that Ash had to. Right. Well, because he Ash talks about um, you can hang out with certain people in like memories together because they're like your quote unquote soulmate. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so you know they Ash. they're not explicit about it but that that implies that sam and dean are are sort of soulmates in that regard but what if you have more than one soulmate how does that work 
I'm sure that it that it, you know in heaven it's all still harmonious. You can still flow back and forth and yeah. Okay. If you're talking about the I have ideal a theory. Situation. Okay. Oh please. Well, I have a theory about why Sam and Dean's experience seems a little different and at odds with you know what we see from Ash and you know is implied from Pam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels like maybe a, it's a little premature to discuss it. Like maybe we should talk about the episode a little bit more All first. Right. Sure, that's fair. Okay. Put a pin in that. <laughs> but then pull the pin out like a grenade later. That's right. Let Boom. it explode. Theory bomb. Yes. Sam like that bean that I had for dinner. <laughs> okay, but good. Y'all, thanks for clearing that up for me. I was really confused because it seemed to me like it was like a like they were flowing from one thing to the next, but then once they got to Ash, I was that's his name, right? The mullet yep, guy. Yep, yep. Yeah. Once they got to Ash, I was like, wait, why is he stuck in this bar? Why is he having to hack into other people's heavens? I'm so confused. Yeah. But that clears that up. Okay. Sam confirms that this is a happy memory for him. What was to him his first proper Thanksgiving? Yeah. Like Dean trying to protest. No, we always had Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a quote in that. Don't, don't steal it. Yeah. Well, I don't know the quote. All right, well, you, you, you keep that in your head, and you can use that quote. I could only paraphrase a quote. All right, you paraphrase that quote, then, when it's time. <laughs> no. I don't do that. <laughs> All right. Um, suddenly, a searchlight sweeps through the house, and the boys hide. Castiel communicates through the TV, telling them Zachariah is looking for them to send them back to Earth. And that was a cool scene. That's the one I was thinking of where he's like talking to the television at them. Yes, and he tells them to avoid the searchlight. They're all here. Castillo explains that this is their chance to find God, and they should find someone called Joshua who communicates with him. He tells them to follow the Axis Mundi, the road through heaven to the garden. Axis Mundi. Isn't Mundi, like, is that Monday? No, I think I, I believe that it's a. I think so it's like a, the garden is Monday, and it's no, no. I don't think Monday is Monday. I think it's world more than anything, right? Axis Monday. Monday, like, like. Or is it moon? It's M U N D I. I know it well, is. Well, I but. see that, but what does it mean? Okay. And I don't have my my apparatus in my hand. It's the name of a brand of wallets. <laughs> <laughs> and? Looking it up now. It's going to be Latin. Well, I often have my apparatus in my hand, but I can't really... Uh, world. <laughs> it means world in Latin. Oh. Yes, it's world. I know it was world. World, okay. Ow. I'm sorry, but that was rude. Of course it was rude. That's me. I do rude. You do rude. <laughs> Gosh. You know me. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, the road through heaven to the garden. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how Axis Mundi is a road through heaven, but uh, it is in this mythology. Dean finds a toy race car track in the family's cupboard, which is, hey, it's the road. They found the road again. It takes them to the next place, a memory from of Dean's from when he was four, of breakfast with his mother and him comforting... Comforting? Comforting? Com- I'm it right, right? Yeah. Weird. It's coming out wrong, but it's right. And him comforting her after she argues with John. Hmm. That was sad. That was yeah. It was his mother because his dad was being not nice. Yeah. Rude. And I mean, while it's a memory of being close to mom, it's not exactly happy. Well, you gotta take what you can get. I guess. 
Not everybody's life is all warm yeah. dogs and cars, Paul. Well, plus it's you know it's it's, it's, hap- it's happy because he get, he gets to be there for his mom, you know he gets yeah. to comfort her and make her feel better. Okay, and I don't understand this next sentence at all because it doesn't ring a bell for how the episode. Skip went. it. The next, no, I'm going to read it. The next memory experience through a postcard is Six Flags, which Dean, which Sam and his dog Bones called home. Did he call Six Flags home? He was no, it wasn't Six Flags. What the heck? <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Six Flags. It was Flagstaff. Uh, it was a Six Flag Six Flags postcard, which right. was also hanging on the wall in the abandoned house that Sam was living in. I thought right. it was Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah, I thought that's where he said it was. Yeah, that's that. He did say that's where it was. Okay, the, but, the, but the postcard was in both places. In right, place, even because they because they found fa- they found it in the house. They were like looking for clues. And they found it in the house in a drawer. And he says, like, you know, I've this looks familiar. And then it like through editing, it's, it's like, wall. oh, it's on the wall. And, oh, yeah. and we're suddenly in this place where Sam spent a couple Which of weeks. Which is kind of like dreamlike stuff, you know, when you're mm-hmm. looking yeah. at something in a dream and suddenly it's actually somewhere else. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, it works really nicely. But not like way the sen- not the way the sentence reads. Usually <laughs> it's like people turn morph into other people. Oh, yeah. Or like I'm this character and now suddenly I'm this other character in the dream. See, no, I'm always me. I'm mm. never someone else. Oh yeah, I have multiple, multiple points of view oh, in the same dream. Split personality. <laughs> Sorry, that's a sight gag. Sight gags don't work. That doesn't work to this ball. Okay. Yeah. It's just a, it was just a jazz hands and a, and a jazz, smile. Jazz hands and cheesy grin. So, uh, yes, it's a, through the postcard to a place that Sam and his dog Bones called home when he ran away from Dean and John once. Warm dog. Warm dog. There you go. Warm dog, warm place. Dean reveals that to him it was a terrible experience. But hey, that's how the memories are, you know, perspective on memories, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is interesting seeing how, like, Dean and Sam, like, viewed things in the past. Like, especially because, um... <coughs> I, it's easy for me to forget that Dean is like older, and so of course he's going to have like more memories of what went on, and Sam's not going to have, you know, necessarily the right perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, but I, I thought I thought it was interesting how, um, like, not not only was it, you know the Dean Dean wasn't able to appreciate Sam's perspective at all in this situation. You know, mm-hmm. not, not just oh this must I can see how this was a me- happy memory for you or anything like that at all it's just like I'm offended that this was a happy memory for you I wouldn't be offended they exit there and find themselves on a road the place where Sam left his family to go to Stanford Dean points out distraught that Sam's memories are all about leaving him but before they can work on that concept too much, Zachariah appears pursuing pursuing them through the woods but a masked and caped figure appears and beckons the boys to follow <laughs> they go through a door in the middle of the woods and find themselves in a bar at the roadhouse and the masked man is Ash why Ash chose that particular costume Just Ash. well he was a character I wasn't missing gotta <laughs> tell you. Didn't need to see him again. Really? I thought he was funny. You like him? I'm not a fan. 
I liked them fine for for small doses. But so, but but fa- it was fan reaction that killed him? Basically, is that true? yes? Yeah, there. Um, I mentioned this mentioned this in our new Terry, right. but uh, yeah, at the time back when like the Roadhouse was was more of a prominent thing, and and you know Ellen and and Joe and and Ash, um, there were uh, I guess enough fans at the time that that had expressed. Um, uh, they had not taken a liking to Ash and and the Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. And so the writer's just like, all right, we'll just burn it all down. Burn it down. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Mm-hmm. I don't like how this is going. I'm just going to burn it, walk away. Yeah, it's pretty extreme. But yeah, it's like, oh, you don't like that? Oh, wait, we'll just burn it in a fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine yeah, with We'll that. kill it with fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, so... Uh, Ash explains that each person has their own version of heaven except for soulmates who can share. Mm -hmm. Although Ash has worked out a way to move between the places, Ash says that he's seen Dean and Sam on other occasions they've been in heaven, although they have no memory of it. Giddy. Because they die a lot, which I commented on just before he mentioned it, really, I think at some point during the commentary. During the Nubentary. Yep. That I asked, is there a scoreboard somewhere? And apparently there is, but we can't see it. (laughs) He goes and brings back Pamela, who tells Dean that she's enjoying heaven and that maybe he should reconsider his resistance to being Michael's vessel. That was it was really weird to me that she she really seemed to be like gung ho for the for exactly what Zachariah wanted, and yet she was apparently not working for him. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't feel like there was no influence. I, I thought there was some. Yeah, I mean, I, I, didn't, I have no proof, there was no yeah, there's no obvious influence, but it was so that's what struck me. As I, odd. I jumped to conclusions. It's my. Well, I just don't. I was jumping to conclusions too. I was like, she's working for him. Because mm-hmm. why else? I don't think that was Mary at all. What's that? You don't oh, you don't what? think that was Mary? You think that no, was no. some no. figment no, what, of his no, what imagination? You, you're saying or? Mary or Pamela? Okay, sorry, I I lost track a yeah. little bit. Sorry. That was totally Pam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're not, we're not, we're not to marry yet. Yeah. Sorry, I, ju- I jumped ahead. I, yeah, I got no, we're, yeah, we're still, we're still in the roadhouse. But yeah, Pamela is saying, you know, go ahead, you should do it. You should go ahead and be the vessel. It might be. You good. saw a squirrel. Yep, actually, yes. I know. That's what <laughs> she did. I was like, this will be clever. So Ash shows them a shortcut to the garden, and the boys leave. They find themselves again in their family home, and Mary appears again. However, this time she's taunting Dean, saying he was a burden and that it's his fault and that everyone leaves him. Yeah, not not really Mary. <laughs> Probably pretty much Zachariah in a in a in a nightdress. Mary dress. <laughs> Mary suit. Yeah. Then Zachariah appears and tells the boys that he will torment them until they give in. Yeah, because that's like heaven. <laughs> Joshua appears and tells Zachariah that he needs to speak with Sam and Dean, and Zachariah must release the boys or risk God's wrath. But, and I like Joshua. I thought that was. I thought he was really. Uh, I thought he was well cast as someone who was like kind of level level voice and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I liked him. <laughs> I hang out with him. I have no idea who the actor was or where we might have seen him before, but uh, Kurt Fuller. Yeah. I, I usually no, no, bring no, this no, up Joshua. every time. 
Joshua. Oh, Joshua. Yeah. yeah, that. Yeah, I thought that guy was friggin' great. I thought he was really and well he, cast. He was really familiar, and I keep forgetting to look him up. And I was just like, ah, oh, I've seen that guy in a bunch of stuff, and I can't play. I suppose it. us newbies can't look him up because uh, he's probably possibly peppered out throughout. Yeah. Episodes and things. Uh, his name is Roger Brown. Oh, that doesn't sound familiar at all. Hmm. Roger Brown. Hmm. House. Okay. That's that's probably where I know him from. It's one episode though. Oh. Yeah, but still. <laughs> that's all it takes for me. How can you remember people? Wow. Well, that's how it works for me. I, I I don't frequently remember names of character actors, but I do often remember people from episodes of things. I don't I do mm-hmm. not. Everybody everybody looks the same to me. This guy felt he felt theatrical. I wouldn't be surprised if he does a lot of like stage work. Oh, probably, yeah. You know, and there's a there's a condition for that. It's called face blindness. Um, great. I can't. It's either uh, it's either it's either George Clooney or Brad Pitt that has it. I think it's huh. I think it's uh, Brad Pitt has face blindness. Hmm. Well, I mean, for TV, I I don't, but like actual human beings, in person people, I do find uh, okay. that. All right. You're just not paying much attention to what you watch in media. I don't really pay a lot of attention. Which is not, a, uh, not, not, not faulting you for it. Well, I'm it's just... probably because, you know, you only have so much RAM, you can't... Yeah. If you remember all those style numbers and everything else for your job, I mean, why... why Too many tabs it? are open. Yes. Names, and uh, there's so much information in my head. Which is why you barely ever have to cover the lower third of the screen for, uh, for a noobentary, because you're like, well, I don't know anybody. I wouldn't know anybody. Okay, right? I know Tom Hanks. Who's that? I probably would figure that yes. one out. Yes, that's that's <laughs> the level of name you'd have to block for. But uh, what's the Bill odds Murray, of what's did, the odds of Tom Bill Hanks Murray. being on uh, Supernatural? Pretty low. Probably. Well, not. that would be spoiling. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You could yeah. tell us that he's never on. Well, I know him. <laughs> so if he was on, I would recognize. Or could him. I? Or could you? Who knows? I guess you couldn't. I guess that would be that would be violating the game of introcast. All right, uh, Joshua tells Sam and Dean that God is well aware of their predicament, and that it was God who saved them when Lucifer rose, and resurrected Castiel, and now has given them salvation. So he's definitely working working their side of the system, I guess, by the sound of it. Joshua says that God is on earth, but that no amulet will help find him. God, he says, doesn't want to intervene anymore in the apocalypse, and he doesn't want them to either. Okay, so this is just for Darcy and Paul. Do you think we're going to meet God before the end of this season? No. Let's go ahead and start a pool. I don't, I don't think no, so. No, I don't think we meet God. I, I mean, maybe sometime before the end of this, you know, somewhere 12, 12 13 seasons in, maybe there's a chance that somewhere in there. Somewhere. I, but I don't think it's going to happen this season. I think they that would be too much to, to let go this early. Also, I wouldn't be surprised with them going with the, what, what was that, the, uh, Joan of Arcadia route, where God is always, you know, you know, speaking through someone else. You yeah. never meet God; you just meet people that He speaks through. Yeah, that can happen. I'm gonna vote that we meet God. Why not? What's there to lose? Okay, there you go. Hmm. Yeah, I think before the end of this season, we're gonna, if not meet, at least see. Yeah. I I I I I'll, I'll go with talks talk to. They get to talk directly to Him, but He's speaking through someone else, so you never actually meet God. You meet 
is yeah. you speak to him, but you don't meet him. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you cracked before I did because I'm just like shows never shows waiting for Godot. He's dead. Never shows. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I think God's showing up, y'all. Joshua Joshua says that he's not dead. Joshua's saying he's not dead. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe Joshua doesn't know everything. (laughs) Have we had other gods before on? This show, I can't well, remember. Technically, technically we had the Orchard God in the uh, in the episode. Yes, that's the one I was. Yes, yeah. that's it, Orchard God. We've had pagan the gods. gods. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So I okay, we are gonna see number one this God that they've all been talking about. But I also am gonna say, since we've been talking about like Lucifer so much, I bet some other gods are gonna pop up too. In the season? I don't know who. Yes, season? I do. Before the no. end, of, we're, this is all season five predictions here. Wow. I say we're going to meet God and other gods. Other gods. All right, you guys. I say nope. Yeah, that would that would be that would be kind of interesting. I mean, I I don't think it's going to happen in this season, but it would be really interesting if some other god that wasn't the Judeo Christian god that's running the apocalypse saying, "Hey, excuse me, it's our world too, and we don't want an apocalypse." Hey, Buddha. <laughs> I'm coming in. And I'm, smack, I'm smacking down exactly. this. Exactly. I'm smacking down this apocalypse. You don't need to have this apocalypse because we don't want this apocalypse. That's Us it. other gods yeah. over here in the corner say no. That's it. We we vote no. No apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. How bad butt would it be if we just got a bunch of gods on here trying to kick other gods' butt? Yes. Joshua returns Sam and Dean to Earth with their memories of what they have learned intact. Yeah, that's on purpose. He said he says specifically, you know, this time. We're leaving you with the memory of this. Castiel is devastated with news of God's apathy and returns the amulet to Dean, saying it's worthless before leaving. As Sam tries to offer hope to Dean that they can still defeat Lucifer, Dean leaves the motel room, dropping the amulet in the basket as he, in the wastebasket as he leaves. Yeah, it's, like, it's got a pretty downer ending. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's rough. I bet somebody grabs that washes off. Oh, I bet Sam grabs it, doesn't he? Yeah. They don't show whether you did they show Sam leaving and leaving it behind or no. yeah Sam's gonna it's okay. grab that it's okay Annie has two of them <laughs> she could just lend them one yeah she still has a spare one in my car <laughs> so uh, does, <laughs> does it does one of these guys win I really I'm leading neither personally because I don't really feel like any either one of them did enough I mean they were really observers through the whole thing. And observers, and I mean, the kind of the just the way that heaven, the the concept of heaven is structured. They're they're passing through it. They're not really interact. They're not re- you know they're not really interacting. Right. Well, I kind of like that. Like, given all that they experienced and what they were told, that Sam is still uh, hopeful, and that he's not. He doesn't want to give up like Dean does. So, in a way, I could argue that Sam won. Yeah, I, I definitely see that Dean is Dean and Castiel are are, are like well, this is this is hopeless, and Sam still seems to. So I, I have a I have a feeling that the verdict is going to land on neither. Uh, so I'm just going to say that uh, I think Sam won. I can see your argument. Um, I'm, I think I'm, I'll agree with you because that's a good point. Is that winning? Yay! Is that winning the episode? Being the the least pissed off at the end. <laughs> Well, no, well, he's not. But he's it. not. He's seeing how it works. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I don't not. know if he actually still had any hope. I, he was just sort of desperate because he saw, you know, Cass and Dean both just completely crash in front of his eyes. 
like both of them, their faith has been totally shattered. So he's sort of trying to pick up the pieces, but I don't know if he really feels it. Well, I mean, then maybe then maybe hopeful is is not the word, but but the fact that he he didn't join them in their misery, like he's still, you know, we're, yeah. we'll find some other way. Right. Yeah. You know, he was he wasn't he he wasn't faced with all of that and then just and then just, you know, fell apart. And he's I mean, and you know, think about it. He's the one who's the most dangerous one to fall apart of all of them. Right. So, yeah, I would call that a win. I mean, I guess I guess I mean, Dean could theoretically be also dangerous to, to decide to say either. One, but I, mean, I think Sam's really the one who's in jeopardy of saying yes. I mean, they say that he's going to say yes in Detroit, which means, you know. Just don't go to Detroit, dude. Dude. <laughs> Anyways, words to live by. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just don't go to Detroit. Thank you. Apologies to all our Detroit listeners. Indeed. I'm sure there are lovely parts. Uh so what, have we all put in a vote? I haven't put in anything. Um, um I haven't either. Um, and I'm very sorry. My dog was doing something crazy, and I didn't actually catch any of what y'all were just saying. Yeah, I was that. not paying a whole lot of attention either. I don't know. I'm uh, I, I, well, basically, Yvette, I, I, I said that I thought it was neither because, really, like I said, I didn't think that any of them took an active role. And then, cool. John, you can say what you were saying, briefly? Uh, yeah, I was saying that, in a way, I think Sam won because he was faced with everything, the same things that... Uh, Dean and Castiel were faced with and he didn't fall apart and he was still trying to to soldier on and and say that I, I think we can still pull this off and and we have to try and all that good stuff so I wouldn't say neither I didn't think anybody mm-hmm. in particular I'm with you I think it's neither this was just like an episode of stuff happening to them yeah no winning no losing so that's, yeah. that's three neithers and, uh, and two sams I guess yeah yep all right, well, that's a neither. All right. So do you guys want to hear my theory? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. And um, pull. <laughs> uh, Ash and Pam both clearly seem to have a sort of home base in heaven. And the way, you know, Ash describes it, um, mm-hmm. everybody has, like, like, like you were saying, a scenario that they, they mostly stay inside. He's kind of a unique person for for being i don't know open-minded enough to to escape his own confines and go and visit other people but that seems to be an anomaly so the way heaven seems to work is everybody's got their own setting my theory is that sam and dean have not settled into theirs yet like um they're they're experiencing heaven kind of kind of like the way you experience a dream Mm mm-hmm like where where you just like random memories pop up and random um, thoughts pop into your head and postcards lead you to like whole new areas and stuff like that. Um, I th- I think, and this is you know purely just me. I think that uh, maybe maybe when you first arrive in heaven, it takes a little bit of you know shuffling around to to find your your true happy place, or mm. maybe maybe cast just kind of interrupted the the process and they would have been there already but ash says that uh he's seen them in heaven before and the way he says it um it makes it sound like he's seen them together so i think that dean's anger uh towards sam for you know all of your happy happiest memories are memories without me basically Mm -hmm. yeah 
I, I think that's a an unfair false impression. I don't think those were Sam's happiest memories. I think they were just his, you know, some random happy memories. And that yeah. if they had had time to get settled, they would have found themselves together because they are soulmates. Yeah, and 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 you know, like I said before, there's an exchange in the episode that that kind of bears that out. Um, you know, when Ash talks about, you know, you can end up in a single space with someone else because they're your soulmate. And it does seem to imply that uh, Sam and Dean are soulmates. So, so yeah, I think you're right. I think your, your theory is, is, is if not correct, um, could certainly easily uh, be canon. There, there is evidence to support that. And I think the other thing too, is that they are in heaven, but they have motive. They have, they have a, a, something that they're driving toward. Whereas most people, when they when they've uh, reached the end, and they're just in heaven, they don't have a motive to like that is their destination. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's these guys are striving to go through these memories to get to somewhere. Right. The normal average person is not striving to get anywhere. Specific. Yeah, because this is it. Like now that I'm dead, this like this is my spot. This is my quote unquote reward. Did did y'all watch the Good Place? No, I haven't seen any of it really. I saw like like minutes worth of it. Oh my god, it's so good. Anyway, thinking about like heaven and hell and all of that, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. And of course, I love Kristen Bell. So is, is it is it sticking around? Is it uh, around still? It finished up its first season, mm-hmm. and if it's a self-contained story at one season, I feel like it was perfectly done. Okay. And if it goes on to a second season, that's great. But it they totally wrap it up so it could just be the end. Oh. I keep forgetting that that's a thing like i never hear anybody talk about it um so like you know when i i remember seeing a a trailer for it a long time ago and being like oh this looks like fun and then like and then nothing like i never hear anybody talk about it i don't know you know so like i didn't even know that's like oh yeah they finished their season i was like oh when did they start (laughs) is that a is it a 24 minute comedy or is it a a more it is oh wow yeah so it's short, like you can, and yeah. I think the first season was like maybe 13 episodes, so you can like knock it out in a day if you want to. Oh, hmm. interesting. I wonder, is it on, uh, streaming if it was, yeah. Um, I watched it all like on the NBC app. Yeah, I bet. It, I oh, okay. It might still all be yeah. there. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, it's really good and it also addresses like a lot of these sort of like heaven, hell, you know, what even well, I would constitutes so. heaven sort of questions. Well, more than you think it might. Yeah, I mean, okay. like even with its like premise, it like does a really good job. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen plenty of. I've, I mean, not not to say that it would be, but I've seen plenty of disappointing sitcoms that have a have some kind of clever premise, but have a hard time making it work in a in a twenty four minute slot. Yeah, I mean, that's slot. that's you know that you you run that risk with Definitely. any any creative property where like, you know, it's like, is like you come up with an idea and it's like, okay, well, can this idea sustain, you know, a two hour movie? Can it sustain a se- a season or a series or, yeah. or an episode? Or is it reduced to just a sketch like on SNL, you know, a mm-hmm. five minute thing. So it just all depends. Well, are we ready to quote this one? Quote. Did you have a quote, Darcy? So you were going to paraphrase? I can't remember the context anymore at all, either. It was about Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm not going to paraphrase it. Okay. Can, if somebody has it, they should use it. All right. 
Well, I've got Sam just saying, last I checked, it wasn't the road to heaven that was paved with good intentions. That was a good line. I like yeah. that line. Anyone else? Is anybody else still here? I Yeah, yeah. I have... <laughs> I have uh, so quiet! <laughs> I have three written down, so I'm just waiting for everyone to go through theirs. Right. I was trying to look up Darcy's KFC quote real quick, but I can't find it. So right, I'll just go with right. what I have written down. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about, um, yeah, well, if this is the Sky Mall, it sucks. I mean, where's the triplets and the latex? You know, come on, a guy has needs. <laughs> I don't think I've Not actually seen. my favorite. It was just at the top of the list. I don't think I've actually seen triplets and latex in Sky Mall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's that's Dean's uh, Sky Mall yeah, we're talking Dean's about. <laughs> personal Heaven Sky Mall is is much more elaborate, right? Pretty trippy, right? Yeah, even more trippy. Apparently, you wove hugs. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. I think they designed that shirt pretty well too to look period. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I got a couple more here. Blood, bud, and beer nuts. Best smell in the world. <laughs> I like, um, thanks for getting me killed. Yeah, that's probably less than I deserve. If it makes you feel any better, we got Ash killed, too. I'm cool with it. He's cool with it. <laughs> yeah, that was the other one I had written down. <laughs> I'm happy to go with just my one, so. There's something about bucket of, bucket of KFC and Dad passing out on a chair. Yeah, I don't really. Anybody else with any more quotes, or should we move on to feedback? I think that's Let's it. Let's do feedback. All right, feedback. We've got feedback. One, one bit of feedback from Facebook from Nutty. Nutty. And I guess I didn't scroll up to see if those other if there was other ones or not. I know other people said things. I don't know if they were feedback. I'll read this one. Nutty says, okay, watch this tonight. This made me feel so sad for Dean. Watching this, knowing some of the stuff that comes later, puts it into a little bit of new light. Well, thanks, Nutty. No, that's not all that she said. That means nothing. <laughs> that means nothing. What <laughs> <laughs> did you? I feel so bad for Cass at the end. He's just heartbroken. I love seeing Ash again, though I find it, found it interesting that he knew all about the multiverse that is heaven, but didn't know that Ellen and Joe had died. Hmm. I feel like Pamela was pushing hard for Zack there and decided not to trust her. No one can find John and Mary in heaven. Hmm. So either they're in their own sequestered. She's. I'm sorry. Thank you, Nutty. So Thanks, Nutty. They're, Nutty. Sequ- they're either they're in their own sequestered part of heaven that that nobody can bore into, mm-hmm. or they might be in the other place. Well, there's billions and billions of heavens. You would think. Might be hard to find people occasionally. Yeah. Very big place. Yeah, I mean, Ash does talk about like, you know, anytime the Winchesters die, like, you know, he has a hard time of tracking them down, but he eventually does. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I uh, I'm gonna double check real quick because I, like I said, I I found that bit of feedback and I was like I forgot to look at whether those you know click for the previous comments. Ah, oh, there is more feedback. Oh good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you got it, then I then read it. I I'm not having I'm not I'm having a hard time getting to Facebook, and I think I better. Uh, yeah. Um. Um. Oh, go ahead. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Uh, okay. Uh, this is from Julia Connor. Uh, heaven seems very much like the movie What Dreams May Come. I don't like it much. I would feel too lonely in my own isolated heaven. And neither did they. Then again, they were being hunted down. 
I like the way the differences between the brothers' memories were showcased and the upset it caused them. For your information, I haven't heard the Nubentary or watched the episode for ages. Oh, yes, and I recall I was watching this episode with headphones on an iPod in my toddler's room. I was refusing to sleep unless I was in there. And when they were shot at the start, I jumped up in my seat saying, oh, my God, and woke her up. Oh. Julia, I've done something like that before, too. All right. Well, thanks, Julia. Yeah, I think she's right. It is very much like what dreams may come. But I think because, you know, there is that whole thing about soulmates that, like, you don't have to necessarily be alone in your heaven. Because, I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, like if that's if if your idea of your heaven is not being alone, then you wouldn't be alone. Yeah. I don't like to be alone, so that wouldn't work well for me. Be, yeah. And, I, and, and the other thing and the other thing, too, is, I mean, it still feels like if you if you're. Uh, you know, in a memory with a lot of people, it still feels like, to me anyway, and I mean, probably if you're in heaven, you won't feel that way, but to me, it feels like, okay, it's me and this recording. Yeah. Right. Well, what's that, what's that thing that Cordelia says? You can be, you can be surrounded by people and still feel totally alone. Well, that's a, that, that play our town is like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, like, so everybody else is is just this, uh, you know, videotape of your memories, and then you, then you. To me, it sounds lonely, but I know, you know, basically, if you're in heaven, you're you you don't feel lonely. That's the idea. It is kind of weird because, right? Like, what if your memories don't like the people in them? Like, what if you aren't in their happy memories? So it is just like a weird recording. There's no reason that you your happy memories would even line up with another person's. Yeah. I think I'd rather be Ash going and going and, and chatting out the, the hard topics with Einstein and whatnot, you know, that sounds a lot more fun. It does. All right. Do we want to rate this? Nobody wants to rate this. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, go. I'll rate um, it. Whatever. Oh, go ahead, I, John. <laughs> I'll go next. No, um, much like, uh, yeah, I know we're, we're dealing with, quote unquote heaven, but uh, much like with uh, uh, the episode of Buffy Restless, you know, when, when we're going into people's heads and yeah. into their dreams. And so it, it follows very much that same sort of dream logic, dream space kind of yeah, thing. I can see that for sure. Yeah. So, and I'm a big sucker for stuff like that. So I, of course, loved this episode. Um, and I was happy to see Ash again and, and especially Pamela. Uh, so, you know, there's no. Uh, there's no bad stuff here for me, and you know Kurt Fuller is always great, and uh, I thought Joshua was a was a really uh, interesting character, and uh, I thought Roger Brown uh, played him really well. So I'm going to give this one nine out of ten. Uh... Oh, what, what was it that Pamela said? Uh, uh, like. Endless show at the Meadowlands. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I, you know, I think I think uh, I am. I was a little bit. I found the 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 concept of heaven a little bit cold. Like I said, like you know, being with being with your memories and things like that only. And I, I I'm I, understanding that the fifth season might have been the end or might have was the intended end. I can see that they get to heaven at this point, but it really it seems really early to to deal with the the. The, uh, the concept, and I'm curious whether there's ever 
a reconception later on, or if this is the only view of heaven we ever get, or whether you know whether some writers come in later on, you know, five seasons down the road and say, well, maybe heaven's actually like this instead, or whether that's allowed. So I'm curious about that. I'm also I mean, just t- tangentially and not related to this rating, but curious about if we ever get a more in-depth view of hell than just these abstracts that we got in the in the last in that other season. But uh, that said, uh, so so I, I I felt a little bit. It felt like the concept of heaven left me a little cold, and the uh, the the fact that we got there now left me a little. But that's 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 uh, that's foresight that that a viewer in this season wouldn't normally have, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, anyways, um, I liked seeing uh, I liked seeing Ash and Pamela again. I liked that they got to to revisit some past uh, characters like that, and I like it. Like I said, I dug uh, that Ash could. Uh, hack any heaven that he wanted to, sort of. I mean, you know, he had to search sometimes, but... Uh. So, I'm going to give it overall... Mm, I'm going to have to weigh it. I'll give it a 7 out of 10 uh, boxes of fireworks. Okay. Hmm. Oh, screw you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it wasn't Darcy this time. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, it was... Uh, eh. Okay, I liked parts of it um i like that they got to you know you get a little more backstory i like that i liked the lighting effects for what heaven was i thought that that you know had a completely different look to to it um and i i I really liked joshua i thought he was good guy nice nice character to add in uh glad to see ash again and pamela too so, you know, I, there were things I liked about it, but it was kind of like, meh, okay. Uh, so I'm going to give it a uh, 6 out of 10 Hot Wheels racetracks. All right, I'll go next. Um, I thought it was a good episode. I enjoyed it more before we discussed it. Um, I remember really liking it after we watched it, and then the more we talked about it, the more it started to fall apart, but... I mean, that's probably just the nature of, like, really probing into, like, pop culture. Um, most things I don't think can withstand too much looking at. Um, what I did like, and I forgot to mention, is when they met with that angel who told them, is it Joshua, the one who told them about how God is still alive? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That set that they were on looked like whenever Star Trek, the next generation, would go to a planet. Yeah. Like, it has that same look to it, and so that was, I really liked that. Okay, so, anyway, um, Fireworks is gone, but I will go ahead and give this one eight and a half out of ten. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? (laughs) (laughs) It's just a piece of trash floating in the wind. Do you have any idea how complicated your nervous system is? That's pretty good. Annie. Okay, well, I guess I'm the outlier here. Um, this is, it's just, it's one of my all-time favorite episodes. I was trying to figure out maybe top 10, maybe top 15. I don't know. With so many episodes, it's hard to come up with a top 10. But uh, it's, it's a fascinating look at heaven. We've not seen that before. Uh, and it has a, a direct message from God and Joshua and... Uh, Mostly for me, what I love about this episode is there's so much really in-depth, really wonderful 
uh, character insight. Um, you, you get, you know, Dean's flashback to being four years old and, you know, spending time. His, that's why he loves pie. He loves pie because his mom used to make him pie. Yay. And, uh, you know, he, he, you know, get, you get to see that he's been cleaning up John's messes since, you know, long before his mother died and that Sam has been seeking normalcy um, his entire life, you know, having other people's Thanksgivings. And then at the end of the episode, you get this just emotional double punch where, you know, God is not interested and Cass's faith is just completely shattered. And Misha Collins in that final scene, his, his acting is, uh, it's pretty, pretty incredible. He's, he does a really good job of, you know, without saying anything because Cass wouldn't say anything, uh, you know, portraying exactly how shattered he is by the knowledge that God just doesn't care. Um, and then of course there's Dean is, you know, very, very hurt by not being, you know, not feeling included in Sam's happiest memories. And he throws away the Samulet, which, uh, to, to the fandom has, is sort of a huge, uh, symbolic heartbreaking moment. Uh, so I've, it's a really big episode for me, and I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 uh, deadbeat gods. All can right. I, can, I okay. change, can I change my rating to 10? Sure. Annie, Annie convinced me that the episode is uh, better than I <laughs> than I. Well, than I, I gave it an 8.5. I never rate things that high. Yeah, I was about to so say that's something like that. That's... <laughs> Yeah, that that's was high praise for me. The only other so, thing that's rated that high this season is uh, Changing Channels, which I mm, loved. Mm-hmm. All right. So that me- gives this episode an average of 8.58, which is pretty high. Doing pretty good. Awesome. All right. I think, I think Changing Channels was our highest this season, though. It was. I think, yeah. I think so, yeah. What was that? Changing Channels was the one where it was all the trickster doing the different TV shows. Oh awesome. yeah, and Sam was a car, and yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> nutcracker. <laughs> All right. Well, what is our homework for next week? Next week's homework is season five, episode seventeen, ninety nine problems. I feel like it's going to be about maybe witches because ninety nine problems and a witch ain't one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Thanks. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. That's the best. That's the best description I get from it. I guess. I, I don't have anything better. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. I really don't have anything. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. Or, or, or it's or it's uh, something about about lady problems. But I can't imagine that neither one have any ladies. So. Why would that? A problem with a lady. <laughs> oh, a problem with hellhounds again? Yeah, yeah, bit bitches. Those bi- those bitches from the hellhound bitches, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're going with that. Hmm? All right, Jay Z. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a Jay Z episode. Yay! The long-awaited Jay Z episode. Yay! All right. Well, that will be all for next week. Uh, but until then, uh, if everybody's ready, we can say happy hunting. See ya. Happy Happy hunting. hunting. Bye. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Idiotcast from QuadruplesZ.com. 
Join the discussion at facebook.com slash We love feedback. You can email us or send us an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to prevent accidental spoilers. Our email address is idgitcastpodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for Idgitcast is by Borrowed Trouble. Find the band at borrowedtrouble.com. Lyrics and vocals by Idgitcast's founder, Allie Jones, who you can find out all about at imthewonderband.com. The closing music you hear right now is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan and is used by permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as back episodes of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You can hear more from the hosts of this show. Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, an intro cast for the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. John Pavlich can be heard on CastleCast, a fan cast for the ABC series Castle at castlecast.net, and his own Sofa Dogs podcast at sofadogs.libsyn.com. Now you can also watch the Sofa Dogs YouTube channel at youtube.com slash user slash Sofa Dogs. Annie is currently acting as global coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of charity screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity, benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host an event, visit www.cantstoptheserenity.com. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, an intercast for the television series Slings and Arrows, also featured on quadruplez.com. these uh these like room darkening curtains and these rods and i'm too i'm too i'm too short to put them up i need a i need to also buy a step ladder but (laughs) as stated in the beginning of the podcast i am poor you have 40 dollars to my name right now (laughs) maybe you could borrow some platform heels from a friend if you Uh, that could give you an extra six seven inches up there to hang that (laughs) Just saying, uh, <laughs> I've done it before. When I've had to change a light bulb, I've totally just put on like Lady Gaga heels and changed well, the light bulb. It works. I, one, I need more friends. Uh, two, okay. I two, I need more friends who are stuck in the '60s. So, I mean, not really stuck in the '60s. Like those big platforms were in like four years ago. They're out now, but yeah. Snap at you? Yeah, she did. Yeah, Get. She snapped at me. Up, up. Put her in their kennel. Sorry. Okay. No, that's fine. The dog snaps at the boy. We can deal with it. Bad dog. What happened? I was think she was trying to chew her bone and didn't really want to go upstairs, and he was trying mm-hmm. to get. Oh, he's trying to pull her upstairs. Yeah, she wasn't having it. She was like, "Nope." Screw you. You're not my mom. I'm not doing what I want. What you want me to do? I got a bone right here.
Yeah. I don't need the bone upstairs. I got this one right I've here. I got this. This mm -hmm. is what I want to do. All right. Get out of my face, you sad little boy. All right. This is going to be fun to edit. I'm really sorry. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm having a good time now. Okay. I'm always having a good time. I'm always having like, I'm always like, grumpy, 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 you set up the were. mic. Grumpy, grumpy, set up the, the power strip. Grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Hey, we're podcasting. I'm having a good time. I almost locked you yeah. outside. Because so we're all friends. <laughs> He was so grumpy, you guys. I'll tell you what. I was. I couldn't just his flannel. <laughs> well, well, he got better after he walked out. Yeah, just his flannel. That's how mean I am. <laughs> That's it. Take your pants, your socks, just the flannel. I was wearing pants <laughs> and shoes, <laughs> and I had a warm dog and a car. If I had to. If you had to. If I had to. Okay. Okay. Warm dog in a car. You're so we'll start over where like I said. What? If you've got a warm dog in a car, you're doing okay. Yeah, so you're 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 two up on the average country song, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> lost my dog. Lost my car. I know. You still got your dog in your truck. There you go. And I didn't kick you out yet. <laughs> yeah. <Not> like <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Lovely. <laughs> hey, we tried that divorce. It didn't work. Yeah, that's right. It didn't stick. All right. Um, we'll start over from what Dean, are, what Dean and Sam are living through are happy past memories. 